Hi, and welcome to episode 231 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working right outside Atlanta, Georgia, a mile away from Betsy. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And I'm Betsy Wallace. Like Kate said, living and working here in Atlanta, got five kids, love dinner time, can still always <laughs> use inspiration and help planning and cooking. That's why we're here yeah, every week. Exactly. Yeah. Because our goal with this podcast is to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. And here's how it works. This week is a deep dive talking about all the things we know, all the recipes, really, that we have on one topic. And this deep, deep dive, it's pancakes. All the way back to episode one, Betsy. Episode yeah, one, we, we had kicked a pan- it, pancake. <laughs> kicked it off with pancakes, and we've done quite a few. Mm-hmm. And then... um we got some new ones, too, this week. Yeah. Taking your feedback from the Facebook group, which you ha- if you haven't joined, you definitely should. We made sure to add a few new recipes, so kind of freshen things up a little bit, you know, that Betsy or maybe I tried, maybe we've been doing for years and just never talked about. Um, we have all the recipes that we talked about, tips, the smorgasbord, and a shopping list on our website at dinnersisters.com. This week's pancake recipes were the entire episode of 102, which is a pancake episode. Special mention in that one for the Bisan Chile. Then we had the Ban bon Zhao on episode 162. That was a Vietnamese pancake. And then a quick kimchi pancakes from episode 18 and a Japanese vegetable pancake from episode one. And you know what? I, I'm not going to make you say it again, but I forgot. We are going to talk about the Ryan bacon pancake from episode 11. Mm. Lots of in there. Also a good one. So many good. So many yeah. of them. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned, pancakes are, like, hard to beat as a dinner f- food. They're, like, comforting. They usually don't take that long, with the exception of maybe one recipe in this list. <laughs> yeah. And you can add some vegetables if you're feeling f- virtuous. And there are, like, infinite variations. Yeah, pancakes really are, like, the dinner for breakfast comfort food thing is great. And... There's so many varieties we found. Like, obviously, people like to do this in every single food way. Mm-hmm. And I think we found most of those pancakes. I mean, I'm definitely not all of them. Yeah. But we, we, we made a good dent in it. Quite a few. We made a, we good, made a good dent in it. Yeah. Yeah. So first off, I thought we'd talk about the entire episode one and two, which is titled Pancakes. Like, that's all it is. <laughs> With a yeah. special mention for Bisan Chile. Also, um, Chila, excuse me. Also in that episode is a bacon and cheese Dutch baby and a quinoa pancake from King Arthur Flower, which I remember you really liked. I did like that one. Yeah. Yeah. So the Beast on Sheila, Betsy, I feel like I'm going to let you talk about it. We both love it. Explain to people who may be new to pancake our love of Beast on Sheila, Sheila, what it is. Yeah. So this one is just made with uh, the chickpea flour, mm-hmm. right? And it's a chickpea flour, water, tomato, some peppers, and a few spices. And you make that, you know, blend it together into a batter. And then you either eat these straight off the skillet with maybe a little bit of... Um, I love it with yogurt. Chutney. Mm-hmm. Or you can make it into a sandwich between two pieces of bread. And then you have... She also calls this a tomato omelet. So you can make a big tomato omelet sa- uh, sandwich with it, too. And it's just really... Delicious. It's savory. It has some like great spices in it. It's just like hits hits the spot. Yeah. I really, if you have a few fresh things in your 
like a few fresh tomatoes and peppers, and then you keep that chickpea flour in your pantry. You can kind of whip these up anytime. Yeah, this is my favorite thing to do with the four grape tomatoes I can't figure out what to do with because mm-hmm. I can kind of like yep. chop those up. I don't want to eat them whole anymore. There's not enough for anything else, but I can like do that half an onion or something like that. And then the spices. And this is so good. And they call it a tomato omelet because it kind of tastes eggy. And it kind of yeah. does. There's something about that like blended pea flour. And there are a lot of like weird hipster ripoffs of Indian food lately about like using like they'll call it like like the just egg is actually just um blended legume, some kind of pea. Oh, and everyone's okay. like, this sure. is literally just what Indians have been doing for hundreds <laughs> of years. And someone put it in a package. Don't do that. Don't buy just eggs. Get some beef and chila in your life. You will love it. Betsy, I know that the quinoa pancakes were a favorite of your kids because it's just cooked quinoa mixed into a pancake batter. But it's like kind of delicious. Yeah, these are kind of these are an easy or and very satisfying whole grain pancake. If you're wanting to make a pancake where it's more than just small purpose flour and an egg and you're feeling like maybe add some extra protein in there, I think this really only works on a weekday or even, to be honest, on a weekend if you have pre-cooked the quinoa. So you put, I think it's a cup or two of quinoa into the pancakes and just kind of mix it into this nice batter, which is delicious. And I really loved it more than I thought. They were super filling, but I can't imagine ever making the quinoa first right. and then letting it kind of cool down and then making the pancakes. So this is just kind of like if you're making a lot of quinoa, you've got a big batch of it, you know that you can make extra for pancakes later in the week. Yeah, I think that's exactly what this is. It's like this is kind of the meal prep that I like to do, which is like make mm-hmm. a little extra and then you can do something else later. But like I cannot get myself together to do like a whole week of this stuff. But like, yeah, add an extra half cup of quinoa and you're good to yeah. go. And then you've kind of you've got these delicious pancakes later in the week, and it's just a little gift to yourself. The last pancake recipe I'm going to talk about in this little group is Bancho, which I remember. So we made it. It is a rice flour pancake. It's got like you f- mm-hmm. you mix it up, and there's this whole situation, and there's bean sprouts in it. It's so delicious. And then your neighbor Amy came over, who is Vietnamese, and whose mom makes amazing food, and was like, "You made what?" <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, that's insane." <laughs> And it was insane, but they are so, so good. Yeah, super delicious. If you're not in the mood for a project, I would just order these at your next Vietnamese yeah. restaurant um, or have a neighbor whose mom makes them invite you over for dinner, which is what she did. Or, mm-hmm. you know, like get yourself, just get yourself together. You'll be fine. We thought the recipe was great and it was so delicious because you eat it with all these fresh herbs. It's just wonderful. I think this was a fun project. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, this is great. The end result were these like giant, they're kind of big oversized pancakes yeah. that you you stuff and they're just delicious. So yes, I would recommend this as a project, like a weekend project thing. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so the next recipes we're going to talk about here, Kate, is a quick kimchi pancake from episode 18. Yeah, so I, it was so funny. I was writing, I was looking for pancakes and I was like writing them all down. And then I remembered how this pancake tasted, which was really mm-hmm. good. But then I could not remember how you made them. <laughs> I was like, huh, how did you put this together? So it's just a very, very light batter with all-purpose flour, chopped kimchi, scallions. And then I think there's an egg in there to bind it together. And then you fry it up and you dip it in soy sauce and vinegar, kind of a dipping sauce. It's super savory, mm-hmm. really delicious, and came together super- and really easily. I mean, quick is for real. 
in this episode, in this recipe. Yeah, I like the kimchi pancakes because sometimes I will have a little thing of kimchi floating around in there and I'm looking for something new to do with it. And this is perfect. I really, I I had not made this before. I think it depends on like the spiciness and flavor of your kimchi too. Yeah. How that might turn into kind of a, this is like a fritter adjacent pancake, It's right? very like, close to a fritter. We're just on the edge of fritter with this one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 But also a good recipe just... If we're calling it a fritter, we're calling it a pancake, either one, yeah, I would recommend. It's our podcast, so we're going to call it a pancake. Mm-hmm. Dang it. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last one I want to talk about, Betsy, in this little group is a rye and bacon pancake from episode 11. Do you remember this one? It was like rye flour and bacon in it, and you served it with fresh blueberries. Yes. And the rye flour is so distinct, right? Yeah. Like you either like rye flour or you don't. Mm-hmm. So if you like rye flour, this is kind of fun because the bacon, you make the pancake over the top of the bacon. Yeah. So it kind of sticks in there like a like a little bacon railway or something. <laughs> and it makes for a fun presentation, right? Like that's yeah. kind of a cute, cute little like gimmicky thing to do at breakfast. And you know, like bacon and pancakes all melded together there Mm -hmm. and uh you know sometimes i buy rye flour too and i just don't know what else to do with this so this uh ryan rye and bacon pancake was kind of a fun one yeah it's one of those that you can just like have yet another scoop that comes out of that bag of rye flour if you're not making rye bread constantly which i'm not our mom used to all the time when she was baking for her business but i have other than that i don't know who does and i think again i love a fresh fruit on the top of a pancake it's just a good reminder to do that and um, half big harvest, you know, she's always got a great idea. And this is from her episode 11, which is way far back. I mean, I, mm. I can't, I'm not sure I could listen to an episode that far back <laughs> without like dying. Yeah. Yeah. That was when we were like baby podcasters. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Speaking of uh, being baby podcasters. Speaking of, I think this is so funny because we made these Japanese vegetable pancakes from Smitten Kitchen. And this was our very first episode. Mm-hmm. They were delicious. I have distinct memories of making these. It's yeah. just a giant bowl full of shredded cabbage and carrots and things like that. And also, Deb Perlman, this is a recipe of hers from 2015. So her blog wow. was also pretty young when she wrote this recipe. But it's, again, kind of those, like, this is the shredded or, like, finely cut, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cabbage and carrots and there's scallions in there some scallions maybe a little bit of kale mm-hmm. and you put that in a batter and then you fry them up like big vegetable pancakes and she's got a great yeah. dipping sauce that goes with these yeah imagine if like a latka or a potato pancake if you're more familiar with that was like made huge and then you made it out of vegetables I'll describe it. It's like very lightly coated in flour. Um, It's like one of my favorite ways to like, oh, I've got half a cabbage. You know, like, because we we make recipes all the time that just, why these recipes only use half a head of cabbage? Well, I know why. Because if you used a whole head of cabbage, you'd be feeding 50 people. You know, that's just how cabbage goes. Um, This, I do remember too, Betsy, is one of the first times you're like, you know what? I almost didn't make the sauce. Yeah, and you're like, you but make I made the sauce it. On this. You gotta make the sauce. You gotta make the sauce. Mm-hmm. Classic dinner sisters, probably classic Spitten Kitchen. If you haven't made this yet, definitely do so. Um, it's so good. I kind of want it now. 
I know. I need to go back and make these because I haven't made them in a long time and I could use a lot of veg this week. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's going back in the menu. (laughs) All right. Let's wrap it up. Favorite Betsy. Like, what do you think? I am also curious. What would you, what do you think your family's favorite was? And is it different than your favorite? Mm. Okay. So I'm going to go with the Japanese vegetable pancake because Mm. that really is, I kind of, I feel like I should have made that more times than I actually have. So I'm glad we're revisiting it. Yeah. And that needs to come back into my rotation. And I think it's my favorite here. I think my family might go with the Vietnamese pancake, the big mm. Vietnamese crepe pancakes, because they loved it. They're so delicious. They're such a project. I mean, yeah. this is not something we'd make often, but so, so, so good. And so I think that's probably what they would say. Yeah. My favorite was, I mean, I just, the Bison Chila. Because it is oh, saved, such a good one too. yeah, and it's just like saved my hungry butt so many times. And I think fun fact about this one that I always thought was fun is that typically this is like a breakfast food. So if you're like a savory mm-hmm. breakfast eater, like this would be right up your alley. It's kind of egg adjacent, but it's got all the fiber and delicious protein from legumes. Like this is a really good way to start your day. Um, and millions of people have done so for a long time, so they cannot. And again. Indians cannot be wrong when it comes to food, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. They, it's like, the more I learn, the more I'm like, wow, okay. Uh, so this is so delicious. Highly recommend it. And if any of these other recipes or anyone we talked about sound good, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. We've got links to all the recipes we talked about, any tips or techniques. And if you'd like to chat more with us, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We are at Dinner Sisters Podcast. Let me know, did I forget a pancake recipe that you really loved. I am mm. sure I did. Um, yeah. You know, sometimes Google searches. And, and like, I was like, you can't search a spreadsheet either. So I did my best, but maybe I forgot one. I'd love to hear if I neglected yeah. a dinner sister's pancake. All right. Up next, Betsy. What do we got? I'm going to talk about three pancakes that I make all the time that mm. we haven't talked about yet. And we may have mentioned a little bit in the podcast, but never spent time talking about it. So the first is Megan Splawn's Everyday Pancake on the Kitchen. And we will link to this. And Megan and Stacy run Didn't I Just Feed You, which is another food podcast. And she has some really great recipes on the kitchen. And this Everyday Pancake is one of those you can make it. believe she has um things in there both for a mason jar and then also just kind of a one bowl Mm -hmm. it's a one bowl pancake i cannot even count the number of times we've made this recipe always turns out great my kids make it it's great actually your daughter made it for me this saturday so Maida was like, yes. I'm going to make pancakes. And I was like, which one? Oh, okay. And she's like, I'm making these. <laughs> and she just did it. Yeah, I know. So the trick here is that I have this recipe, the everyday pancakes. I've written it down and I put it on a little pin tack board in my kitchen. And then also these Swedish pancakes from Sheila Pr- Prakash. And she's also writes for the kitchen These are the two that we have written out, or I guess you could print them out, but I just jotted them down and tacked them to the um, corkboard in my kitchen. And my middle daughter will take one or the other and just make the recipe on Saturday mornings, which is delightful. Yeah, she picks one and then she makes it. And so the Swedish pancakes are made in the blender. Mm. So, or you can use your stick blender, which is what we kind of do. But that's got butter eggs, flour, milk, and you blend it out. It's a really thin batter. 
But her recipe, I mean, you cannot break it. It is it is so simple. And I've made it on vacation because most vacation rentals usually have mm. a blender, yeah. you know, uh, and it's just really fun. And so we usually serve those with like berries and um, some yogurt. And then my final recipe, a uh, pancake recipe that I make all the time, is the oatmeal banana egg pancakes from Ambitious Kitchen. This is another blender pancake recipe. That one you just put like raw oats, like a, you know, brownish banana, egg, and some, you can either use milk, she says almond milk, oat milk, like kind of like whatever kind of milk you have. And then you just zip that up with your blender or let it sit for a little bit. And, um, that makes a great pancake. Yeah. Yeah. I've made a version of that egg, oatmeal, banana, egg pancake before. And it definitely is like, like, let's be clear. It's not a delicious, fluffy buttermilk pancake, but it's kind of like pancake-ish. And it's satisfying. Yep. And it's a little bit sweet from the banana. And if you are sick of your bowl of oatmeal, I love those pancakes. They're good. I do too. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're kind of having a pancake. It's not, you know, your fluffy... Uh, buttermilk or something but i think it's delicious and i also think it's delicious with like a little jam or a little berry on top mm, and this time mm-hmm. of year when you've got some fresh fruit i'm happy about that yeah. okay kate what are your pancake recipes that you use okay all the time? so um i was gonna say an oatmeal banana egg pancake but you stole that idea so thanks so much for that mm-hmm. uh-huh um <laughs> but mm-hmm. i was inspired by tyler who i talk food with all the time uh, a Marco Polo friend of mine on this app. We send each other videos and childhood friend. And he was talking about scallion pancakes. And he's like, have you made scallion pancakes? I'm like, not since I was like in college. And I had a friend that would make Chinese food in his frat basement. And I would like cook with mm-hmm. them and cook for on Saturdays just for fun. Um, it's been years. And so I made one from walks of life. Cause I was like, I want to revisit this. So delicious. You know what? You know what you can count on for walks of life? A lot of, a lot of directions. They are not going to miss a step. They are thorough. They are I mean, if thorough. I want to make something I've never made before, yeah. that's a blog I'm going uh-huh. to. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like, again, you, you know, you roll up the dough and then you sprinkle it with the, the oil and the scallions and then you roll it up and then you roll it down and all these directions. It is kind of a weird thing to describe using like only written words. I mean, to be in a video, mm-hmm. it's really easy to see, like coil it up and then you roll it up. And so they do a really great job and they were delicious tonight. Had it with them, like the soy sauce sauce. Really good. Yeah. I, I mean... If you're the type of person that only makes a chicken breast, this is a project. If yeah. you're the type of person that, like, you know, making some Swedish pancakes on Saturdays is fun, this is kind of a project. I mean, it's not a terrible thing to do, but, you know, you are making dough. So, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't – I hesitate to call it project cooking because it's certainly not, like, the Vietnamese pancakes we made. I would put it up there with, like – the vegetable pancakes, Japanese vegetable pancakes from Smitten Kitchen. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, not something to make when you're, like, in a super, super rush, but it's not going to destroy your kitchen. It's not going to, like, you know, that kind of thing. So it's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love that. I mean, that's a good recommendation to have. Sometimes you need, like, a like a light project. Yeah. Just a little something to have a little fun. You're like, ooh, I have some time tonight. Maybe I'll make scallion pancakes, that kind of thing. Okay, do you have any tips for pancakes as we wrap up here? Yes. Okay, just I have a couple things. First is absolutely 100% always follow the mixing directions for batter style pancakes. These are all the ones that I'm talking about that have like a flour with liquid in it, not the kind of 
vegetable fruitery ones we were talking about. If it says leave lumps, leave lumps. If it says let it sit, make it really, really smooth and then let it sit, let it sit. Texture is a lot what you're looking for in a pancake. Think you're like, oh, I really want a fluffy pancake, right? Or I love these thin and tender pancakes. That comes from a lot of it, the mixing. So mm. do not like ugh, the the worst, most painful thing for me to see is someone over mixing an American style buttermilk pancake batter. They yeah. will become yeah. tough as like they come like, I don't know, like a tire. <laughs> They're just so sad <laughs> to eat. Um, and then the second one is actually because I and never have buttermilk. It's just not something I keep. I know you can get the buttermilk powder. I always forget to get that. And it's kind of like it's annoying to find. But I almost always have yogurt, like whole milk yogurt in the fridge. Sure. I'm not a big Greek yogurt fan. So your mileage may vary on this one. I use I use regu- like more like French style yogurts, typically, like or American, whatever. What I do is I thin out that yogurt with water until it's very, very pourable. Right. And then measure it out. And mm-hmm. then that's kind of my quote unquote buttermilk. It's got acid like buttermilk, which is what you want. And then it's got if you use whole milk, which you should yogurt, just eat that guys, just eat whole milk yogurt. Anyway, <laughs> it's got a little bit of the fat to make it also tender. Is it the absolute same? Nope, but it gets you pretty close. And like, if you're making pancakes on a Sunday morning, that's frankly close enough for me. What about you, Betsy? Yeah, yeah that's that's what I like to do. What about you, Betsy? What's your tip? My tip is a fun one from a friend who likes to keep just a, you know, everyday pancake batter, but in a condiment bottle that you can just get, you know, in the grocery store or wherever, pick it up at Target or Walmart. And then she keeps that condiment bottle and then you can squeeze out for weekday breakfast pancakes. You can squeeze out and make like little hearts or like a little star or something. And your batter keeps in there for a couple of days. So you can pre-make yourself some little condiment bottles of pancakes. And I thought that was adorable. I love that idea. That's very cute. And then, you know, like have yourself a treat yourself moment. You don't have to make star pancakes from someone else. Make them for yourself. Yeah. yeah or You're totally. Can. Yeah. Or you can go really crazy. Have you ever seen those pancakes? They've got like the scenes on them or like the faces. Yeah, you could, yeah. you could, that's like a whole area of pancake making we didn't even discuss. I know, <laughs> this pancake art. Oh. We were very practical <laughs> in our, we're in just our like, episode here's here. food to gone. eat. <laughs> <laughs> could have gone in a whole different direction <laughs> oh. and surprised everyone. Maybe deep dive part two, pancake art. I'm sure people <laughs> love that. <laughs> really useful. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. What's coming up next week? Next week, we are talking summer pasta. I love a pasta episode. And you know what? It's our podcast. We'll have as many of those as I want. (laughs) Kind of like pancakes. We'll just keep making those. And I love a summer pasta. So we've got some delicious ones. One of whom, Betsy, was your idea. And it goes on the grill. Yeah, we've got a tortellini skewer for everyone next (laughs) week. And I'm excited about it. Yeah. All right. That's what's for dinner. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. You can always go to our website at dinnersisters.com for show notes and other fun stuff. And if you've got some dinner ideas, some other grillable pastas, like we'd love to hear it, send us an email or a DM. We are at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com or at dinnersisterspodcast on social media. If you have a way to help my puppy be quieter, 
while we do these episodes. <laughs> that would also be great. He's currently very mad that he's in his pen. And lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe or support us on Patreon. That's how people get to know us and how we keep the lights on. Thanks and happy eating. Happy eating.